how we switch it up today I got a question for you When was the last time you saw Rage? <laughs> Rage I, I haven't gotten angry in over a year Um. Oh The last time I saw Jezebel Are you sure it wasn't Delilah? <laughs> Maybe Ruth? <laughs> no, I, I, I think I got the revela- revelations it, It's definitely Jezebel <laughs> Hey y'all, it's Onika And JR And you are Dishing with Dainty Dish How you doing JR? I'm doing, I'm doing Actually you know what? I'm doing okay now But yesterday I had to deal with this woman on the street Saying to me you're so brave. So what happened to you? Were you in a fire? Um, did something happen to you? And so I had to deal with that. And I um, so as she was going on her little tangent, I said, "Ma'am, you're gonna stop right now." And I'm no longer gonna have this conversation with you because you're being very disrespectful to me right now, and I'm not gonna tolerate that kind of behavior from anybody. So. What you're going to do right now is just turn around and walk away from me and let me get on this bus in peace. So was that irritation or was that rage? That was uh, that was irritation. That was definitely not rage. But I just thought that thought of that popped back in my head. But that was mm. definitely irritation. But it was the first time I've been irritated in quite some time. Mm. Right. Like, yeah. You're so brave. Like so you know, brave. one of my one of my friends. She she does a comedy set where she has a, like she does something like that with the "You're so brave" kind of thing, and it, it's funny. And I'm like, I've never been in that experience until now, and I'm like, I get why it's so funny because, yo, honestly, domestic violence could have been real. I would have hit her. You know? Like <laughs> yo, I would have hit her. Like I just it's like only yo. domestic if you know her. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, Other than no. that that's just just violence, babe. Yeah. It's just violence. Just violence. No, nah, I mean like I didn't even. No, I wasn't. It didn't get to where I wanted to be violent. But it's just like, for me, it was like. That was like white privilege. Like, how who do, who do you think you are to walk up to somebody and make that kind of comment to them? Like, I just like, start talking like, about like, their like, business. Like, who who are you? Like, who do you think you are? That you know, drove me to rage. Um, so that was that's how I'm doing. I'm doing well now, though. I mean, I went to yoga later that afternoon and um, zend out. Zend out. Yeah, you know. That's good. That's good. And get that positive energy back. But it was like, it was ridiculous. But how are you doing? You asked me a question. You've thrown me off. Like, what's going on with you? Nothing's going on with me. Honestly, I've been doing really, really well considering um, everything that had been going on previously. I know I shared that with you guys, but I've been doing really, really well. I had Mental Health Day. I'm, I'm on this whole new, like, documentary trip. Um, like I'm ba- basically every night I have off. I've been watching Netflix documentaries like What the Health, Food Inc., um, from uh, Knives to Forks. Like I've just been watching them all, and it's freaking me out. What's in our meat? Like I'm Aww. not gonna be an advocate for it one way or the other, but I'm just making some serious changes in my life. That's all you guys need to know for now. I'm making some serious changes in my diet, my health, and my exercise life. Ooh. And yeah, like I'll believe I, it when I see it. You'll believe it when you see it, but I, I am a woman of my word. Because okay? it's, it's it's the beginning of November right now. It's the beginning. I'm doing Adam hitting up before. I'm not saying I'm gonna wait till January. Well, I'm, am saying, I? I'm saying we we did this these New Year's resolutions in December of last year. Yeah, but I'm I, I, I'm a type of person when my back's against the wall. 
we did it in December of last year, the end of December. I'm starting beginning of November. Yeah, but you have so, these are the same goals that you had back then. But I'm actually putting my money where my mouth is. Okay. You know, I got a personal trainer. I got stuff going on. It's our friend Jen that was on the show. I'm really excited to start with her on Thursday. We're going to be working out. It's just like we're doing our thing. I cleared out my refrigerator. I cleared out my cupboards of all the nasty stuff that I've been eating and putting in my system. And I'm just excited to get started. I'm excited to get my 25-year-old body back because that's the, that's the goal. Okay, there. That's the goal. Listen, okay. you'll see. You'll see. Hey, man. You y- y- you'll still be You'll still be a 50-year-old with a 25-year-old's body. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't think I'd mind it. I don't mm, think I'd cool. mind it. Okay. I don't think I'd mind it. Do whatever it, you got to do to make you like self-love. It's all about self-love. Self-love. It's about self-love. <laughs> and that's what it's about today, but not necessarily today. Every day. Every day. Yeah, every day. You got to love every yourself. Every day. You got to love yourself. And not be so angry. And so why what, did you ask me that question? Because I wanted to talk about anger today. Um, I wanted to have to have. So you a wanted to ask the least angry person that you know about anger. I find you to not be the least angry person oh, okay. that I know. I find me to be the least angry person that I know. Okay. I find you to have a lot of like, especially with me, you, you get irritated a lot because there's a spectrum of anger. There's irritation. Yeah. And then there's rage. Like there's the spectrum. There's like irritation. Then you get to anger. And then you get to straight up rage. Right. Yeah. So I find that oftentimes, and not oftentimes. That's a lie. I wouldn't say oftentimes. Now I find, you know, when you were talking about Jezebel, uh, when you were at that period in your life in that phase, you would be quite irritable and irritated uh... with me. So that was a part of your intimate relationship well just you and act you, you acted like jezebel like you just like not thinking before you do things or mm-hmm. repeating the same mistake multiple times like if you do something and you get a result and you don't like the result it, why would you keep doing the same thing you're gonna get the same result no that's insanity that's the definition of insanity oh you're insane uh, i have been <laughs> i have been i'm not currently Okay, so then there's no excuse for you to continue. Like, you come to my place all the time, and you would knock into some the same object every time, which was out of the way of everything. But you'd find a way to knock knock yourself into it, and I'd just be like, "Hey, Onika, come on! Like, really? Do you, do you need to hit that every time you come in here? It's out of the way. Like, you're purposely walking into that." And I don't. I, I don't find really. Those, I, I honestly don't. I don't think that I understand this example because I don't think it's ever happened. I think you just made it up for the sake of argument. Because what did I bump into when I walked into here today? So you know how you always compliment the smell of not today. I'm not talking about today specifically because you said you basically said that in the past that I would be more irritable. So yeah, I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving you examples of why I was irritable in the past and how today I'm getting there. How the reason why I'm not as irritable with you today is because you've learned that. If some, there's an object that is in front of you, look at it and then walk, walk around, around it. it. <laughs> right? Like that's, that's what you, right? Exactly. So now you know exactly what I'm talking about. And now so, I know. okay. So I, what I'm saying is you've, you've, adapt, you've, you've adapted to the fact that, because I live in a pretty open concept space. There's nothing that's, there's no obstacles in here, <laughs> you know? So if you hit something, you walked into it on purpose. I mean, I, I don't know what to say to that. All I right. can understand your, yeah. your irritation. So, I mean, sometimes you get irritated. So, I find, and then those are some of the same things that, like, Jezebel would get me irritated with. 
in general. So I just found that they were very for a period of time when I was still going through that that emotional like I guess breakdown or whatever you call that period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, you in my life just and I to be honest I found it with just it was just a woman thing like the mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. I just found women really irritating at mm-hmm. that time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so at the time I said I'm separating myself from all women which I did except for you and my mom and you know cousin then dana right like yeah other than that i separate i didn't i like there was i was like nope i'm not no dealing women. i'm not dealing with no people friends. like no new friends you know like and i'm like i'm gonna take this time to really figure my stuff out get myself good you know and yeah but what was you, what was on your mind when you were when you became angry and i know the biggest example we have is on least your relationship is the situation that you were in in regards to your marriage like when what was the what was on your mind when you got angry and you don't have to get too deep into this just give me a sense of it was just when you would get to rage when you would get to anger when you would get to irritation like what was on your mind what were you thinking um the challenge with me is that people don't really typically understand unless you really know me you don't understand Mm -hmm. when i'm annoyed Mm -hmm. so you know there's a certain point where i'm i'm usually annoyed but i'm the way we're talking right now I'm annoyed, but I can still. I'm still going to talk to you like this because I spent mm-hmm. time in in hospitality as a bartender, as a server. So you can't get angry at people. Like you have to mm-hmm, like keep mm-hmm. your composure. So I've learned to do that, and somehow it's transferred into my 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 private life. Um, so when I'm like at an eight, I'm still like this, but then I get a bit higher and I start getting a bit direct with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after I get direct, I get silent. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I typically just, like, walk away. Like, I'm like, I'm not even going to deal with you. Like, you're not worth it. So rage is and but, anger is absent. But no, but then after, but if you keep pushing me, like, Jezebel kept pushing me. Like, there was little mm-hmm. things that she knew how to push my buttons. Mm-hmm. This, like, what, even in front of people, she would do things. And she would always set it up in a way where we were in front of a crowd. Mm-hmm. And my dad always taught me do not cause a scene in front of people mm-hmm. as, a black man. as a black man do not do it that is the one thing that you cannot do so for me that was always something that i had to keep conscious of so no matter what how many buttons she pushed i would just stay silent mm-hmm. and then eventually one day it got to the point where poof like i lost it and it was just like i need you the, i need you the f out of here you know like you're you're i gave i gave some words at the you, top of my you, lungs you expressed some words express some words you yeah. expressed some words yeah so were you on the like because sometimes with anger it's it's a matter of like i want to get even like i want to i just i'm so angry that you have violated my rules and violated my trust and violated you know just me in general that i just want to get even that's the kind of angry i find uh, myself getting sometimes like even angry like tit for tat i, I, for see, I. Old, I don't old testament shit like i don't i don't see how that works in relationships because um it was a problem of mine because it was it seemed like everything wanted needed to be a competition right so and i'm like as as, a woman, as my wife competing with me you're not beating me in any competition it's not happening mm-hmm. um what's the so then what do you resort to you gotta throw your crotch around right okay. but by throwing your crotch around you're not getting back at me you're basically pushing me away you're basically saying because for me monogamy is I'm, I'm you have everything because you're monogamous you know like it's it's exclusive i i, I pay for exclusivity right you know mm-hmm. 
But the minute it's not exclusive, you've lost all your power and you've, you'll never get it back. And so in that regard, there's, there's no, I don't understand how getting even works in relationships and, su- and such. Well, I mean... But I mean, and even in any type of anger, I don't understand how, like, I don't, I don't think it's about getting even. I feel like sometimes it is about getting even like the person has hurt you and you want to hurt them as much as you can. That's getting even that in itself is getting Uh, even like when someone hurts you so bad, you want them to hurt as bad as you do and you'll do anything to make that happen. That is getting even. But I don't think I think getting angry and getting even are two different things, because for me, when I'm getting angry, I'm just showing the balled up emotion that's been created either through a single incident or multiple incidents that have have uh, accumulated to cause the the big the big boom, right? Like getting even, I think is is an is an is an afterthought. Because uh, like for me, I had no desire to get even with Jezebel, like none, zero. Now, no, even then, I had no desire to get. Never once did you see me want to get even with her, because there was no there was no way to get even. There's zero way True. to get even. In that situation, you know, like, I could see how I would, that, that would there be was, impossible. It was, there was never, it was never, because I mean, because once it was you break the dissolution of the situation it, to it, begin it, with. You're in right? a, if you're in a marriage and someone is, is adulterous in that marriage, they've broken that marriage. There's no way to get back at them. They've already broken it. Unless you take them for everything they're worth, which I mean, if she was worth anything. But then. that doesn't mean, no, that's not like that, that kid. I looked at that from, so as a man who's filed for divorce and spent time in the courts and, and been there and been surrounded of by because most of the divorces are are, are, are are through women and seen how women act in those situations they're trying to get even they're mad they're angry and they're trying to get even and they mm-hmm. want to get even financially mm-hmm. but me as a man there's no way to get even with a woman there's like what financially i, I make I've, I've always made more money than her I, I made her believe she made more money than me but i've always made money money than her mm-hmm. so you know it's like what is it financially no i'm a provider i'm a man that's what i do so mm-hmm. i can't get even with you financially listen not all men are providers look at kevin federline i'm gonna bring his ass up from 2001 you know you got you got some Federlines out there that'll suck you dry you know they'll they want to get even they've been hurt they've been they're angry you know i, I don't I I, but i don't i don't i don't, part, I don't know I, so i'm just saying that i think getting even is a part of um like the end game can be the end game of anger. It can be the end game. I'm not saying it was for you. I'm just saying for some people it could be the end game of anger. Um, I just feel it's like people that are bitter. Like I mean, from from my experience, like honestly, I've seen and communicated with so many people now, like in that in those court like divorce in the divorce sector and stuff, and like they're just bitter. Like mm-hmm. they're all bitter and angry. It's like you know what, you made up. Like for me, I look at it, and for my situations, like. Everything that went wrong, how did it happen? Mm-hmm. I, I proposed to her. I made the decision. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, I played a huge role in that. So I have to be stand back and say, you know what? Everything that happened, there's no one's fault here but mine. You know, because I wouldn't have been in that situation had I not been the one to pull the trigger. You know, women may choose boyfriends, but men choose wives. So, you know, like I... There was no getting even. I guess from a male perspective, there's no real getting even. I, from a female perspective, I guess you you might have gotten to a certain lifestyle, and at the end of the day, you know for a fact that you can't maintain that because without him, without him, because you have no skills. So 
you know, and you're now want to get even because you want to maintain that lifestyle. You might want to hurt this person for hurting you or vice versa. And you you just want to maintain a lifestyle, but it's not necessarily trying to get even with them. No, you want to maintain a lifestyle. Like mm-hmm. you think if Jezebel could have maintained the lifestyle that we were living together um, through fighting me, she would have done it. Absolutely. 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 She would have done it. Uh, can she? No. No. I don't know. Sometimes it's the the frequency versus the absence of anger. I find that my anger is absent. I don't get angry a lot. There's not a lot. Of, there's not a lot of things to get angry about. To get angry about. Yeah, I think. Know. I think a year ago, yours was frequent. I think now it's more absent. It's a slight irritation of that. Um. Of of, of that. But the thing is, it's because here's the thing. If you were a person in my life that was not my family member, mm-hmm. I would have gotten rid of you. Mm-hmm. Because you irritate me at times. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't need irritating people in my life. Other than now, family. Other than family. But your family. And though, no, but mm-hmm. in the same time, though, there's times where you're irritating. But there's times where you can come here and I could say, hey, look, I'm having trouble with writing this piece. Or I'm, I'm having trouble with this document that I'm writing. Um, I don't think it flows well. Can you just take a look at it and just give me your opinion? And you can provide that type of um, help to me. So I still have value. So there's value. Like we, we both, there's give and take give in our take, relationship. Give and right? take, you know? for And sure. it's just like, sure. and it, the only reason we do that for me is because you're family. Because had you not, you not be family, I'd be like, yo, hit the road, Jack. I'm not dealing with you. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's what I did with my life. With everybody that was irritating me or, you know, if I tried to make amends and there was like an issue, okay, cool. I tried. No big deal. Let's keep it moving. Like there's no reason for me to be angry. That's angry. a part of anger too, making amends. I was angry, gonna get to that. Angry, you angry just raises your blood me. pressure, and you don't need to do that. Oh, making amends. Yeah, making amends. Um, there are a couple things you could do when you get angry, and it's like you hit the point of rage. Uh, one is a timeout, just like when you were a little kid, having a timeout mm-hmm. and uh, taking the time to reassess everything. Why you're angry. What's making you upset? What can you do differently? What can you say differently? Because there's a lot of people out there that have an anger problem. You know, they're going through things in their lives. They're experiencing things in their past. And, you know, they feel like the rules of their lives are currently being violated by people, be it for big reasons or small reasons. And they get angry. Mm-hmm. They get angry. Not everyone is like Jr. or I, where no, 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 we I, let things like water off a duck's back. No, no. I Most mean, I mean, people, this, this like, takes you time. You could see them on the bus. This takes time. It takes time and effort oh, to. Homie, you could see them on the bus. You could see how angry people get just on a bus. Like, oh yeah, oh it's seriously. getting stepped on, or someone's not giving them a seat, or <laughs> someone stinks real bad, or you know, people just get livid. Like I've seen people get up from like sitting down beside a person because they're talking too loud on their phone which okay. shouldn't even be on their phone. I I get I get kind of annoyed. See, okay, I don't get angry, but I get annoyed when people are on the bus and uh they're just yammering away on the phone because for me it's like when I'm on the phone, I'm typically having a conversation with someone that I don't want the whole world to, to hear the hear. Con- conversation. So like if I'm able to have the conversation on the bus, it's not really a worthwhile conversation. That's the way I feel. But a lot of people just yammer on and it's annoying. I mean, regardless of what language you're speaking but if you're speaking one of those languages that have a high pitch mm-hmm. for me personally that's annoying yeah that's real annoying AF. I mean, yeah <laughs> i mean every language is annoying but the high-pitched ones are just those 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 have a special place in my heart <laughs> 
No, I just I can't like that phone thing on the bus. That's like one thing. Or when someone plays their music and they don't have their earphones and it's like, sure, it's a good rap song that I wouldn't mind bopping to. But I see an 85 year old white lady sitting beside you. and I'm sure she does not appreciate your your hip hop rap R&B situation that you got going on. Yeah. You yeah. know, listen, have everyone listening to when we didn't ask for that ear pollution. You well, know, there was so, a guy. There was a guy on the TGC that was watching porn one morning. Oh no! You and, lie! Uh, and, you um, lie! I don't make this stuff up. Oh my and, god! Uh, and like, he thought his headphones were in, but they weren't. They weren't. I don't know. It might have been spliced. It might have been halfway in, so he was hearing it in the headphones. But everybody else in the train was hearing oh it too. Oh my gosh! That's and so then what? Eventually, one dude, the dude across him was just like, "Yo, everyone can hear." Taps him on and is like, "Yo, everyone can hear you, bro." That is so embarrassing. I'd be more embarrassed than angry for someone like that. I'd be more embarrassed. I'd be more embarrassed. But yeah, like trying to see the early warning signs also that you're getting angry or getting out of control. That's really very, very important. Like it's not even just learning to step away. It's learning about those early warning signals and doing something about it, like being proactive and Mm. trying not to get um, incredibly angry or trying not to yell at your partner because uh, it's easy to get angry in close relationships and in intimate relationships mm-hmm. you talked about that before I mean we have a pretty close relationship between you and I and I, I, I've seen I've been angry with you you've been angry with me we've both been angry with each other and we somehow find a way to manage and get over it but not everyone is, you know, in that situation. The anger just seems to escalate and escalate. Oh, I mean, there's in, no early warning signs. Well, no, there are, but like, for example, in my marriage, it got to the point where, like, I like having my personal space. It's just a thing that I like. I, I grew up as an only child. I, I do things by myself. I'm comfortable. But I was in a relationship where this person wanted to be with me all the time. And it's like, that's too much. Like, get a hobby, you know? <laughs> get a hobby. That's not me. You know, like, so... Sometimes, I mean, we create our own problems because I created that problem. I can't, I can't go anywhere with this. But honestly, you know, it. you know what, though? I created it. One year later, one year later, you, like, I started meditating a while ago. Like, it's been two weeks since I started, not a while, but it's been two weeks since I've been meditating. meditating and I feel calmer. Like, you do things like do yoga to, like, center yourself and get your zen oh, and yeah, yeah, get day. your zen on and... You know, just breathe, woo sa, relax. You know, these are things that people who have anger problems should be doing. You're like, Julian, you have anger problems. That's why you do yoga. Like, previously, I, <laughs> I would say. I do not have that. I don't have anger problems. I've been actually angry. I can count the times on le- on one hand. There's four times in my life where I've actually hit I think rage. you have an irritability problem. Well, people are dumb and people are stupid. And don't come around me if you're dumb or stupid. <laughs> See, irritable. And I just, dumb I, but, and stupid, no, but you should think, just be like, namaste. No, Let here's the thing. Here's the thing. Free. I don't, that's, the, that's what I do. It's like, I don't, world. that's what happens. So I don't surround myself with people that annoy me. Because at the end of the day, people, some people annoy me. And what happens if you annoy me? I just say, you know what? Cool. Live your life. I'm not bringing you into my circle. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't feel offended that I don't want to hang around you. And I'm not offended if you don't want to hang around me. No, not at all. Not at all. But another thing I thought we could get into, which is closely related to anger, because it's an emotion. It is all emotions, and we're all about emotions today, is shame and guilt. Oh, okay. What you know about shame and guilt? I want to know what you know about it. What do I know about shame and guilt? Yeah, I know they're closely related emotions. 
are you asking me to define the two or asking for a time where i felt either one i can give you a definition of the two so guilt is a violation of a rule or not living up to standards set by ourselves so the shoulds and the oughts where shame is a sense we've done something wrong and it can be connected to a negative view of ourselves okay so one's internal one's external so now you've defined both of them now what do you want me to do I'm just curious if you've ever felt either one and what you've done about those feelings. Uh, which one? Shame. Shame? Yeah, I felt shame when I found out my wife was cheating on me. And I found out that not only did were my friends aware or people I thought were friends were aware. I, was aware, I found out that strangers were aware. Um, I found out that people just daily that I would meet, her brothers were aware. Um, Do I you found see out, my face? What? Do you see my face right now? Yeah, I do fix your face. Yeah, you're scared. That was your problem. You asked me when I felt shame. I'm telling you when I felt shamed. I felt shamed as a man when I found out that my wife was cheating and everyone around me knew and I was walking around like a, like an idiot. That's when I felt shamed. Yeah. So, what do you want? Where, where else do you want to go? You're, you want to get real with me? I have no problem. You oh look shocked gosh. right now. You look no, really shocked. I just feel like it's not that I've never heard that before, but like said in that way, it's like... I can only imagine what you must have been going through at the time of all this happening to you. Like, did you feel any feelings of guilt at all? Yeah, I make terrible decisions. You make terrible decisions? I had had to come to the realization that I make terrible decisions when it comes to women. I had to make I had to realize that I made a terrible decision that I didn't. You cannot be with a woman that doesn't respect her father. Mm-hmm. You cannot be with a woman that doesn't respect herself. Uh, you can't be with someone, a woman that doesn't have any ambitions or hobbies or any any desire to be better in life. You can't mm-hmm. you can't do that. You can't you can't will that on somebody. You can't um, pull it out of somebody. If they don't have it, they don't have it. And don't waste your time. So I had to I had to recognize that in myself that, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. so, you know, to me, shame is like I've made a mistake. No guilt is I've made a mistake and shame is I am a mistake. I felt shame for a lot of parts of my life, for a, a very large portion of my life. I feel like I'm only coming out of it now. And that's thanks to therapy. But um, I felt shame probably for most of my life. Shame from what happened to me when I was a child, you know, shame from the sexual assaults. Like it's just, it became a part of that negative self view that I held Mm -hmm. over the course of the years because I felt like I wasn't worth anything. I wasn't worthwhile. I wasn't worth happiness. I wasn't worth love. And I felt a lot of shame around that. But I also felt like a certain sense of guilt that like, why can't I, be like everyone else why can't I do the things everyone else does like why are these things these bad things happening to me you know Mm -hmm. so it just I don't know when it comes to guilt and shame there's that also that level of secretiveness I think when it comes to shame I don't know if you ever have felt that or had to keep a secret or hold in your emotions but there's a certain level of secretiveness that comes with feeling shame about something that's going on in your life. 
You don't want people to know. You don't want to share with people. You don't want people to know what is going on with you and how you're feeling and what what you're doing that's potentially wrong. I Okay, so with since we're talking guilt shame, I'm mm. I didn't feel ashamed about my skin. I feel guilty that I didn't stay true to myself. Mm. And I started wearing makeup and that really messed with my head. Like that mm. really 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 messed with my head. Um cuz I was going against like my nature. Um being myself and just not caring about anything or anybody but I think I was majorly influenced by being with someone who was superficial mm. and always leaning towards you know the superficial side of things um, and that kind of affected me a great deal because I always felt that I needed to maintain this this image um, and I recognize that that's something that she grew up with mm-hmm. um, when I started paying attention, I'm like, there's, there's, there's this, there's this thing of trying to maintain an image for the whole world, um, and you know, fake it, not let anyone know what's really going on, mm-hmm. and that's not the way I was raised, at all, um, but I was in, heavily influenced by the person that I was with, and that kind of makes me feel guilty for my to myself. I mean, I feel guilt like I went against my own morals, my own teachings, and stuff, you know. So that's pretty shitty yeah yeah i would say mental health wise i felt guilt that it was happening to me i i was asking i was always asking the question why like why me why is this happening to me why am i suffering with mental health issues why do i have to be depressed why do i have to have panic attacks why do i have to be bipolar so it started with the why, and then I started to kind of turn the lens in on me, like, this is my fault. You know, I stopped listening to doctors that said it was like a chemical imbalance in my brain. Mm-hmm. Why my brain then? Why not someone else's brain? You know, why me? And that's where a lot of my guilt came from when it came to my mental health issues. You know, I feel guilty like in this current moment not like in this current moment but like in the last couple of weeks I feel guilty that I couldn't do my job very well because my mental health was getting in the way or that I couldn't give my 100% to what you and I were doing because my job my my mental health was getting in the way Mm -hmm. you know that's where my guilt comes from and my shame my shame used to come from feeling weak as a human being you know I was too weak to withstand what was happening to me in regards to my mania. I was too weak, you know, to help myself get through what I was going through. So that weakness was my shame. Mm. And that's where I felt that that sense of shame. But then I had to start asking myself perspective changing questions. Like, Onika, is this gonna are you gonna be this way in five years? Are you gonna be this way in two years? Are you gonna be this way in a year? What changes are you going to make in your life to make things better? You know, perspective changing questions. And Mm -hmm. I think that's what we all have to ask ourselves when we're going through things like shame and guilt. You know, shame isn't who you are, what you did. It's like, maybe I was not, I'm not an awful person. Maybe I was just having an awful day Mm -hmm. at the time, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? 
But that doesn't mean I'm a terrible person or I'm not worthwhile or I'm useless. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it was the circumstances around me. I'm not I'm not looking for excuses on this one. Yeah, That's yeah. not what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to say let's find excuses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What I'm saying is you have to kind of learn to take responsibility for the level of shame and guilt you feel in regards to the severity of the situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if you learn to take the appropriate amount of responsibility, mm-hmm. then perhaps the shame and guilt will subside. Yeah. Like I was reading, I was reading in this um <coughs> in this book that my therapist Jenny had given me a while ago. I picked it up and it was talking about a responsibility pie where you list all the individuals involved in the situation that's made you feel shame and guilt. Mm-hmm. And before you list yourself, you list where their responsibility lies in the situation. And then the last person you put in is yourself. And you will often find that you have the least amount of responsibility. So what? A part, just an example, an example. For instance, I was molested as a child. I was six, oh, okay, between okay. the yeah, age yeah, of six yeah, and nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel, you know, over the course of the years, I felt responsible mm-hmm. for what happened to me. But when I put the uncle that did it, Versus the parents, versus the environment, the alcoholism versus me, I have the least amount of responsibility in that situation. No responsibility whatsoever because mm-hmm. I was a child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get you. I follow. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to say with the responsibility pie. Yeah. And you could, <laughs> Sorry, when you <laughs> said that was. Responsibility pie. Yeah. Yeah, that's some, some rhubarb. You know, throw some rhubarb in there. Some responsibility pie. And that's what I'm saying. You When you do things like that, you have an opportunity to see where you are responsible and just what you were talking about where you need to make amends oh you're going with amends I don't mm-hmm. really have to make amends with anybody no no there's nobody out there like nope I'm good but I'm sure there was a time in your life at some point you had to see where you were responsible in a situation you know where you were guilty and where you needed to make reparations or amends. I try not to do things I'm going to regret. Yeah, but have you always been that way? Have you ever done something you've regretted? You don't have to share. I'm just no, I, asking I, I'm, actually, I'm literally thinking, like, I... In my adulthood, I have not done anything I regret. That's interesting. Yeah, I, can, I, 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 can sit, but I can sit here today and say, in my adulthood, I have not done anything that I regret. I've done anything. I've not. I've done a couple things. I've done a couple things. But yeah, I mean, just in order, just as I was saying to you before, in order to get rid of guilt, you need to kind of assess where your responsibility lies, guilt and shame, where your responsibility lies. Another thing I talked about again earlier was secretiveness. So breaking the silence is always very, very important. You know, if you have something that you're ashamed of or you feel shame about or you feel guilty about, even if you got to go to Catholic confession, just let it out. Uh, let therapist. it out. Go see therapist. a therapist. Go see a therapist. <laughs> go see a therapist. Exactly. Go see a therapist. They, they're a little costly, but, you know, they, they'll keep your secrets. Go see somebody and talk to them. Someone non-judgmental that you could really talk to. Another big thing is self-forgiveness. You know, you got to forgive yourself. 
you can't go through life blaming yourself for every little thing that goes wrong in your life. I mean, sometimes it is your fault. I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes you are responsible, you know, but there are going to be other times where the responsibility doesn't completely lie in your hands and you have to just forgive yourself. You have to tell yourself that, listen, I'm going to make mistakes. I'm not a mistake, but I make mistakes. I'm I'm imperfect. Absolutely. I'm imperfect. I'm not a perfect person. And therefore, I'm going to do things sometimes that are wrong, even if I know the right thing to do. It's human nature. It's in all our natures to sometimes tell a lie or a half truth or, you know, do something that we feel ashamed of. Maybe eat eat like three pieces of cheesecake instead of two. It doesn't matter how big or small it is. It's just that we do these things. It happens. And we feel guilt and we feel shame. And sometimes, you know, you throw in a little bit of anger in there and you got the whole melting pot of emotions. So I'm just, I don't agree with you there. Really? Yeah. I mean, you're just like, you're basically giving people a scapegoat to do what they want. And, oh, I, I'm going to be forgiven because I'm human. I wasn't talking about other people forgiving them. I was talking about self-forgiveness. No, but if you're you're a piece of shit, you should recognize it and realize it. But you should also learn to forgive yourself and change. No, if if you're a piece oh, of shit. Oh, we're going to talk about change again. Oh, if, Lord. If, if you're a and you, I'm sorry, I'm cursing now. This is ridiculous. We're in, we're in the second half of the show now. <laughs> uh, and you've probably, you triggered me. So um, I triggered you. I yeah. triggered the anger. Yeah, if you're, well, not the, the annoyance. Well, I just, I like to go through life thinking that most people aren't. That's where, that's where my message is coming from, okay. where the people I'm talking to that listen to my podcast are not pieces of shit. They're people who want to learn something and, you know, will hopefully come to forgive and love themselves based on their two, three or 100 flaws. You know, yeah, okay. that's kind of, that's the type of message I'm trying to put out there in the universe. The pieces of shit of the world can listen to another podcast. They don't have to listen to this one. OK, so I'm not talking to them. I'm talking to the good ones out there. So I'm, I'm hoping that you will learn, you know, you will learn self forgiveness um, and self and self love and self care. But that has actually been the dish of the day. Jr. Gosh, you just you irritate me. You irritate the shit out of me. Um, JR, please tell them how they can reach us so they can tell us about their emotions of anger, shame, and guilt. If you have a secret you want to reveal, yeah, why not reveal it on the show? So tell us your secrets. Absolutely. Tell us your lies. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> tell us your everything. Yeah. <laughs> All the Jezebels. All the Jezebels. Email us. Uh, Tell us your lies. Your sweet, sweet lies. Uh, lies. (laughs) No. Um, If you want to contact us, uh, you can reach us at dish, D-Y-S-H, at daintydish.com. You can also check out uh, Onika and more of her opinions and stuff on onikadainty.com. You can check out uh, more of her flashy sayings and, you know, little... um, I don't know. And my new haircut. And your new haircut on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, uh, best of Onika and uh, Onika Dainty at Onika Dainty for Twitter. You can check me out on Instagram at Best of JR. Um, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, we appreciate Give us you so five. much. We deserve a five. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you're listening to us on any other platform, YouTube, SoundCloud, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate your feedback. Give us a like. Give us some comments. We truly, truly, truly appreciate it. Thank you so much, so much. Uh, have a good Wednesday. That's good for me. It's good for you. All right, like I said, that has been the dish of the day. I hope y'all have yourselves a very, very, very happy hump day.